Welcome to the NFL. What's up, party people in the house? It's Dynasty War Games. And we're right here. We're right here. We're right now. We're right in front of you. And I am your host, Jesse Schneeman. I'm going to be your host, but not necessarily your game master tonight. I'm going to introduce the game master in a minute. Actually, I'll do it right now. Joined by my main man and co-host, as always, Chad Mendoza. How you doing tonight, Chad? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I had to mute myself for a second because uh, we were just about to start the countdown to start the show. And like right before I clicked the button, you were like, you ready? Mu-? And then I clicked it and you just, everything just disappeared. So I was cracking up for like, anyways, <laughs> um, oh, I- yeah, I'm, I'm tr- it's yeah. True dynasty war games fashion. But, uh, <laughs> we're here. On brand. <laughs> yeah, we're here. We're ready. Uh, Mike is back, which is, uh, eh. You know, whatever. But. <laughs> oh man, we're super excited. Yeah, just to have our, coming yeah. with the burrs, man. <laughs> right? Jesse's calling Chad his main man, and and that well, that, like, happened, hey, that, yeah, that just back. sort of developed while you're a guy. Deve- like, yeah, you're the, right. yeah. I mean, you're still I a captain. You're still it's captain, right. Mike Casper. You're some kind of vague memory in the distance. <laughs> we're like, we vaguely remember you, but it's just kind of blurry. I, I'm I mean, not gonna lie. The past month and a half has been a blur, <laughs> to be completely honest, for me. So. And I Mike, I went you. to I went to Cancun and and, it, and you guys did a podcast and it was as if as if I was never even born. Thanks, oh, guys, true. for the shout out. I mean, I mean, there was my wife was pissed there, about yeah. that actually. <laughs> in in my defense, in my defense, I was introducing that show and I I can't, I can't remember what it was. I think my mic came unplugged or yeah, my headphones came unplugged or something. Out. Something happened and I had no audio at all, so I couldn't tell if Mike was talking or like what was happening. So I was like, I kept on introducing the show blindly. I'm like, we're probably talking over each other right now. And there's two different <laughs> intros going on. So yeah, it was a mess. So I said, uh, I said, what's up, Mike? As fast as I possibly could. So, but I very mean, awkward. It's, it's it tradition great. here, Mike. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> exactly. I just didn't want your ears to be ringing, Jesse. That was yeah, exactly. a professional courtesy on our part. Right on. Right on. I think well, what we've I... learned is I'm the only constant and oh. only reliable person on the show. No vacations okay. for me. Um, okay. and you have the shows. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on the docket tonight, we have uh, – we're going to do a quick game about um, players that uh, could win your league or just players that could really jump up and help you if someone were to get hurt or get benched. Um, just – you know, some possible league winners that you may not have thought about. Um, Chad is going to be the judge of this. It's a little weird, but I like it that way because it means Chad can't win, right? So either Mike or I will win. Uh, then we're going to, yeah, we're going to do a little talk about our hometown teams. Um, you know, for everybody that doesn't remember who Mike Casper is, he's a Broncos fan. And obviously, you know, Burt's. And Chad, Chad roots for some blue team. I don't know. We'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> if you don't mind me doing it, Jesse, do you mind if I tell everyone kind of where I've been and what kind of yeah, yeah, games I was up to? So yeah, I, I, I got to do a shout out to some of my cadets at uh, old Texas A&M, uh, Evan Day Day Mayday. 
was his football name, Evan Day. We got some we got some new listeners here, so they finally uh since they graduated their second lieutenants now, I guess. Uh, they asked if they could know my podcast, so I told them they'll probably tell my cadets <laughs> now. But uh, no, so I was in the lovely woods of Fort Knox. Um, I wouldn't recommend anyone live there. But um, no, I had a really good time with cadets training them. Um, had a pretty good group this year. Uh, we did have one point where we were sleeping in the field and it rained every single day. And I've never, oh. it was three days in a row. And oh. I've never seen so many poo poo faces. Um, <laughs> and they smell really bad too. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but overall I had a really good group, learned a lot from them. I think, hope they learned something from me, but yeah, I do this every summer. Except my wife said, you're not going next summer. And I don't know how I'm going to swing bet swing that, but, um, on some other actually good news, I did get extended to the position here until oh, June, June of 2024. Nice. So I'll be doing Congrats, this man. for another Beautiful. two years. So pretty excited. And our Texas A&M cadets are, crushing it they're one of the one of the top programs in the country and that's not that's not even put in it lightly they're doing really good wow. at camp so really wow, proud of awesome, them. Man. congrats yeah. well, uh, all thanks to their their wonderful leader uh fearless captain mike casper sure. i am yeah i probably i'm just a guy on the signature mike, block but... yeah i don't yeah. <laughs> no well i'll it's tell you good team i've here. always i've always thought that if war actually broke out and uh you know that I, I was conscripted uh, I'd be the guy holding the general's horse. That'd be my in the <laughs> okay, rear so... with the in the rear with the gear is where I belong. <laughs> I'd almost see you as a radio man, Jesse, like a RTO. You know, the, oh, yeah. the radio had just handed it to me. Hey, sir, it's commander. Oh, as long as <laughs> I don't have to be in the you know on the front lines. You know, yeah, like... you think you would trust Jesse to figure out a radio? <laughs> I said I didn't say I trust him. That's just what I said. I, I know. I know. I mean, just bang, like banging it against the rock, trying to get it to work. I mean, Chad, you you know the radios we use, right? They're like nineteen eighty something. Yeah. So like, Jesse oh, yeah. may actually know how to yeah troubleshoot them pretty good. That's right in my wheelhouse. I had a I had a, a Sports Illustrated football phone. I know how to work phones for me. <laughs> nice. Right All right, now game time. Let's go. Well, okay, so yeah, then after that, we've got another game involving Patreon 15, the newest DWZ Patreon link. All right, so before that, real quick, uh, Chad, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking, actually, I'm actually drinking something this week. I'm drinking a rum and coke. Um, Mm. Yeah, with some Coke Zero or Coke Zero Sugar or whatever it's called. Okay, Um, what kind of rum? Some Vizcaya rum. It's a Cuban rum. It's really good. Okay, not familiar. Yeah, um, I, I think dark? I, it's a dark rum. Um, it's a it's a twenty one. Uh, I mean, it's it's really smooth, really really smooth. It's almost a crime putting in Coke, but yeah. I didn't really feel like drinking drinking it straight tonight. <laughs> right on, right on. How about you, Mike? What are you drinking? So you guys always make fun of my fruity energy drinks. Uh-huh. So today I had a monster, a juice monster, but it's Aussie lemonade. For all of our Aussie, Aussie lemonade, huh? So what does that mean? Make, you can't make fun. I don't know, but it tastes like a lemonade energy drink. And I crocodile piss. Sure. Now I'm now I'm curious to see the difference. <laughs> all right. Well, it's, good, uh, it's good. I have outdone myself tonight. I am drinking watermelon and black cherry assorted white claw. <sighs> That's so nasty. It's so gross. <laughs> 
I know you make fun of me with the fruity stuff, and Jesse's always coming at with. I would make fruity. fun of him too. He's just fruity alcohol behind his back. Uh, yeah, I'm a 17 year old girl. It's all right. It's not not a problem. I know a lot about football, so we'll make it work. <laughs> I know Jesse's at his at his job at his restaurant, just uh, drinking Cosmos and uh, Pina Coladas. We don't have a liquor license. Oh, that sucks. Why do you work there? Well, uh, because shame. we don't have a liquor license. Yeah, why do you work there? We close at 8 o'clock because we don't have a liquor license. Yeah, why do you work there? <laughs> I have a family. That's why he drinks at home. <laughs> Chad, so he can't drink at work. I mean, he's resorting to White Claw. I mean, go find a restaurant that sells alcohol. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, fantasy football. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> All right, so uh, what we're going to do here is, yeah, I already explained this one. Uh, we're just going to go, I guess, uh, round by round. Mike throws one out with a little explanation. I'll throw one out with a little explanation. And, Chad, you tell us who the winner is. Okay, sounds good. Cool. Mike, you go first. Cool. So I feel like there are some obvious big names like that are kind of popular, like a Higgins or a Pollard. Kind of a yeah, thing. So yeah. I, I wanted to Alexander dig. Alexander Madison. Uh, yeah, yeah I those did. guys are those guys aren't part of this game. Dig yeah, a little. Any, deeper. any of those guys would have won you the round too. Such a shame. Oh yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Chad. So I, I am trying to dig a little deeper here. We'll see how it goes. The first one I feel like is going to be like the my guy for the 2022 season. Not only because I think he's going to have good standalone value, but like, something happened. Whoa, Woo! Chad, you all right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm all right, man. I dropped my iPad. Drop Go the ahead. cat. Keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> my guy is Allen Robinson. So especially if anything happens to Cooper Cup this year, um, I think Allen Robinson could go straight up nuclear. Um, nuclear? Like nuclear, like top five wide receiver potential. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you laughing at me, Chad. I don't like that. It's um, nuclear. Is no, you're doing good. Keep going. <laughs> Look, I've had an Aussie drink. Okay? He's going nuclear. He's going nuclear. Nuclear. nuclear? <laughs> yeah, no. Gosh, keep going. Sorry, keep I've going. been in. I've been in Kentucky. Okay, but yeah, Allen Robinson Ooh. is one I, I absolutely love. Um, okay. The division they're in, shootouts, the lore, and if anything happens to Cup, just ride that ship to the moon. Right on. All right. I yeah, I feel like that. That was a little chalky, but all right. <sighs> Um, first of all, I don't like the black cherry nearly as much as the watermelon. Watermelon's way better. First. Second. Nobody cares. I'm going to go with uh, Brian Robinson. Right? So if something were to happen to, uh, you know, uh, Gibby, you know, and he were to go down, for the season or a few games or whatever. I really think Brian Robinson takes over the rushing role with McKissick spelling him as the third down back. And that's a guy that I don't, I don't know if we're getting to league winner status with him because, well, I mean, he can catch the ball. So maybe there would have to be two injuries for that to happen. Um, But yeah, I'm going with Brian Robinson. I think he's got the ability to really jump up and surprise some people. Chad, I have to say something before Jesse. Go ahead, do it before you go. You cannot say Brian Robinson with the amount that you crap on Carson Wentz. How well, is he going to lead an offense to score points? 
Well, I to mean, where Brian Robinson could be a league winner with how much you talk about Wentz as being a scrub. Well, all right. So that's I'm just saying they'll have to lean on the running game a little more because their passing game is not. You know, because no, it's so much better to just hand the ball. I mean, <laughs> I crap on Carson Wentz as an NFL quarterback with no heart that isn't going to take you anywhere. As as a fantasy player, he's got. I mean, he he's middle yeah, of the road. Kinda- you kind of crap on him as a fantasy player. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to make this to make this more fair, too, I would like to withdraw Allen Robinson. No, since, don't withdraw Allen Robinson. No, 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 no. This this is gonna make it more fair because I think Isaiah Spiller, since they're both on the same level as rookies, I I think Isaiah Spiller in that offense. Um, Are you changing your your yeah, pick? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh-huh. changing it. So it's so it's actually more of a contest, you know. Can I change um, my pick? No, we're doing Robinson versus Spiller right now, all right? All right, all right. Robinson I, versus Spiller. Chad, I, I what believe, are your thoughts? I believe in Spiller. Well, can I talk about Spiller? Sorry. I mean, I guess. Chad, I promise I'll let you in. Um, no, I just, if anything, uh, like Eckler, I don't think has had a fully healthy season ever. So, and Spiller, I mean, Eckler's even said he doesn't want to carry a full load. And I don't think he has to based off of last year. Like, he's mm-hmm. effective enough in the passing game and the rushing game. Um, and I think it's going to be a really good offense in our division that's going to be full of shootouts. So if anything happens to Eckler, I think Spiller um, has total like top 10 RB potential, maybe even better. I feel like Chad and I are more believers in Spiller than probably anyone else. It's probably our AM bias out here, but um, I think he's a really good RB, and I think everyone else there is scrubs. So he'll have good standalone value, but league-winning value, if, especially if anything happens to Eckler. So I'll yeah, I, I feel that about Brian Robinson, but better. Hmm, better. So Chad, what do you think? Spiller versus B Rob. Yeah. So that that did make it more interesting because the Robert the, the winner was going to be Allen Robinson, I think, for his his ADP and where he's going in um yeah, too uh, chalky in dynasty formats. I mean he could be a we uh, a league winner though. I mean, if we're if we're going by the game. You know, Allen Robinson could definitely be a league winner. I see both Isaiah Spiller and Brian Robinson as extreme, extreme, extreme long shots to it. You know, barely even being possible that they win you a league this year, unless something ridiculous happens. Um, RBs get injured all the time, Chad. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't. That, that's think, why I picked even RBs. If, yeah. Even if Gibson and Eckler go down. I don't see them just handing the ball to Brian Robinson or Isaiah Spiller 100% of the time and just letting them take over the role solely themselves. Uh, I think, you know, we've seen with with the Chargers that they've really took a committee approach when, when Austin Eckler went down, you know, previously. And Gibson doesn't even get the majority of the work now, you know, with J.D. McKissick there. So in the passing game, that is. Um, there's this there's this possibility though that Brian Robinson just straight up beats out Gibson and McKissick gets hurt. Yeah, there's a possibility, right? But they tried so hard to get Gibson back or uh, JD McKissick back this offseason, right? Yeah. Because he was he was you know gone in a way thing of the past. They basically begged him to come back. Um, they and they we've seen they trust him. They just trust him as a football player. Yeah, they absolutely. they like what he Agreed. provides in that offense. I just see I just see him being 
just kind of a mainstay fixture in that offense this year, regardless of what happens. But what we're saying is if there's an injury. So what if there's an injury? I, I mean, there would have to be two injuries, though, in, in my opinion, because we're, we're talking about league winners. We're not talking about just guys but that could sh- gain value, right? We're okay. talking about league okay. winners. Like, I could well, see. I mean, just like, you know, if he just straight up beats out Gibson, they've shown that they don't they don't trust him. Yes. You know? Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. But he would have to he would have to get so many touchdowns in that offense to become a league winner. Like yeah. I mean his his touchdown number would have to be astronomically high because he's he's yeah, not gonna get to the passing like game a, work. It would be like a LeGarrette Blunt season. Yeah, yeah. I mean it'd have to be one of those, which I mean I like Brian Robinson a lot. I have him a lot of places. Um I think there's there's significant um reason to I mean there's there's definitely a reason to believe that his value could increase significantly. So for league winner, are we thinking like someone that can have a four to five to six game stretch at the end of the season, or are we thinking someone that from the beginning? When you is when you tell me league, league when you tell me league winner, right? You're telling me somebody, and it doesn't have to be in the beginning of the season, doesn't have to be in the middle of the season, but at some point in the season, they step into their role, and when they're playing, they're a top ten option in their position. Cordero Patterson, so, so like, yeah. Patterson style. So, so this is this is and this is why I really like the Spiller because like it was Spiller it was sorry it was Justin Jackson and Eckler last season right um, like Justin Jackson was spelling not to confuse with spilling um, was spelling Austin Eckler um, you know regularly until he got hurt right and he like he ha- Justin Jackson had a literal league winning week in week sixteen which is in the playoffs. Where you have like two touchdowns and yeah, like but that's kind of yards. fluky. That's that's kind of fluky. I mean, I'm 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 talking about I'm more thinking about it as guys that are going to step in and provide you, you know, a significant chunk, whether that's five six weeks at the end of the year, where they're you know a very not only relevant fantasy player, but a player that's winning you games that you. Well, didn't I'm have just I'm just saying, like I think Spiller could do that. No, I I, I think it's Eckler. I like think it's based in the, off of the usage of Jackson, and Jackson's not there anymore. So the guys, the guys in in chat are, are yelling about Larry Roundtree. Nobody cares about Roundtree. <laughs> why don't they go ahead and own a, why don't they go ahead and post about how many carries Roundtree had? I, let's just let's just put it this way. Let's put it this way. I think the Chargers' offense will be more explosive. I think, um, and I don't think that's even debatable. I think that uh, the Spiller will be more inclined to get involved in the passing game. Therefore, I think it makes it easier that he becomes a more relevant league-winning possibility, I guess. I, I don't really like either of them um, as league winners, but I, I guess I would lean Spiller. Okay. I, I agree. Actually, once you said once you threw out Spiller, I was like, ah, that's the one. Out of the rookie running backs, you know, outside of the chalk, Brees Hall and Kenny Walker and I mean, yeah, which of those guys wouldn't be league winners because you paid significant capital. Right, yeah, exactly, right. Larry Roundtree, 36 attempts for 87 yards last year. Enough said. Mike Kenny, I also got to roast you, bro. How's uh, Sammy Watkins working out for you? <laughs> I hear he's like a <laughs> That's cut a low blow. Oh, I know, but I, I'm back, man. I'm back, so I got I to gotta do it. <laughs> All right, round one goes Mike's to Mike. Mike's been saving that one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> round one goes Take to Mike. It. Uh, round two. You, you start this time, Tissy. All right. All right. Shot across your bow, Mike. Tim Patrick. Damn you. I picked that one, too. Okay. I hate you. 
I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, the guy produces. I mean, strong outside X-type receiver, uh, good root runner, great hands. Um, like I said, real strong at the point of the catch. Um, can break some tackles. Definitely has a little speed and can get downfield. You know, and if either Judy or Sutton go down, um, man, th- that offense could go to the moon. And if Tim Patrick's a, a, a prime player in it, I, I love it. Mike? Okay, who you got, Mike? I agree. So the only other name I had on here was Allen Robinson. <laughs> so I had to put Allen Robinson on that one. Uh, that's weak. Yeah, we should have talked. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do. Let me just my phone. <laughs> let me just say, you. let me just say that Tim Patrick is a guy that I could definitely see. And like, if you would have thrown Tim Patrick in there with Isaiah Spiller and um, and uh, mm-hmm. Brian Robinson, I probably would have went Tim Patrick over them. Um, but can yeah, I, I, I can I that's relying on an injury. Let me let me think of another one, Tyler Boyd. I'll say Tyler Boyd since he'll be kind of in the same realm. We're talking about a wide receiver three, okay? For a, uh, you know, uh, for all. Yeah, I'm gonna go Tim. I'm gonna go Tim Patrick on that one. Oh gosh, you don't. Let me ask you this: You suck at this game, Chad. (laughs) Let me throw out a name. If Mike, what uh, or Chad, what if Mike had said KJ Hamlin? I'm gonna go Tim Patrick on that one. Okay, I just think that's an interesting comparison. Like, um. Different skill sets. Um, who would they actually lean on? I actually you know, like obviously. KJ Hamler better as a player, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but I think Tim Patrick's ahead of him in the offense, so therefore, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just well, more of an obstacle. Hamler just Hamler can't stay on the field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Hamler is yeah. also coming back from the ACL, so who knows? Yep. He's, yeah. That's true too. He hasn't stayed on. Gosh, he's played like two or three games, like in two yeah. seasons. But he's looked good when he's played. I know. It's, uh, yeah. But Tim Patrick, getting back to him a little bit, why I would like him over Boyd is because um, of the guys that are ahead of him, right? Like Jerry Judy is a severe injury risk, in my opinion. Cortland Sutton is, is a decent injury risk. Uh, I think that there's, I mean, a pretty likely scenario that he ends up in that offense, and I think that offense is going to be explosive in the same way the Bengals' offense is going to be very explosive. But, you know, Chase and Higgins seem to be more reliable than um, the latter two. Yeah. So, uh, since Mike doesn't have a third one, I automatically win because I do have a third one. I'm going to throw him out here. You mean because so, you stole my third one? Well, no. I, I okay. Whatever. Okay, whatever you want. I'll, I'll <laughs> think go. of someone to match it in a similar. How about that? I'll do that. Again. So I think this fits the bill uh, in a way that you know it's it's an explosive offense with an elite quarterback um, and a young player that a lot of people probably don't know about. And you can get re- real, real cheap. Uh, Romeo Dubs. Okay, so uh, the reason I thought of this actually is because Christian Watson just went on the PUP, right? And what if he's just not ready? Um, they need, you know, and they need uh, something that's not Alan Lazard. You know what I mean? Aaron Jones. I, I just, I just think that he's got a lot of ability. I really like the tape on him, and. He's a guy that could just burst onto the scene, you know, especially if he and he and Aaron Rodgers um, develop some chemistry in, in camp, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a long shot, but it it I feel like it could happen. I was right when you started talking. I was actually thinking about Russell Gage, 
So I'll stick to that. Russell, 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 Russell Gage wins that for me. Russell Gage. I think uh, Russell okay, Gage's well, ADP is is kind of ridiculous right now for what he's probably going to Like ridiculously it. high or low? Low. Low. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, for anybody who's, who's you know, really looking to compete and they want a player that they can probably get fairly cheap, Russell Gage is a – yeah. He's a guy you have to consider. He, he's probably going to light the world on fire right away. And, I mean, if he does, then it's like one of those things, like do you, you can't just kick him out of the offense, um, you know, it's once just, once, he, once uh, Godwin comes back, he's, he's going to be around. It's just really yeah. interesting from a dynasty perspective, especially because of, you know, Tom Brady might only be there one more year. And are, are you going to want to take – like? Situation's kind of perfect now, right? With Godwin coming back from the injury, probably going to be much later than a lot of people anticipated. But like, is it a one year? Is it a half a year thing? And then, you know, he's kind of meh. So I, I don't know. Have any of you all invested in in him at all? I I did I did get him. I did get him um, for the three hundred one, three hundred two, or something like that. Um, during our rookie draft in in one of my leagues where I'm I'm a heavy you know favorite in that league, uh, which I think is incredibly cheap for a player that's probably going to put up the the numbers that he's going to put up at least early on. So, all right, right on. So I win. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, Jeff. sure. <laughs> one yeah. one um Let's one going. rookie one rookie <laughs> that I wanted to throw out there that you know I'm surprised you guys didn't you know say anything about is uh, David Bell. What do you guys think? Think about that. Oh, uh, actually, I was too, right. Now that you mentioned that, yeah. I actually was going to throw out DPJ. Um, hmm. You know, if something happens to Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson is playing, you know, uh, that guy. It's like definitely... if Watson is playing, though, right? Like if he's not, then you're not really yeah down for ifs. any of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, David Bell. I don't, I don't, I didn't like him as a prospect, and then. He shit the bed at the combine, and I mean, he's just been crazy productive, though. And and you talk about and a potentially explosive offense with a player that is, I mean, really cheap. He's a rookie, um, and you have you know a, a premier quarterback that may be going into that offense. And I'm saying this all hinges on the suspension, right? But if Watson does step into that offense after Week Six, I mean, I like DPJ. He could be a like leader. I'll put it that way. I don't think David Bell has the ability to be a league winner because he's slow as shit and a possession receiver. And like, so what's he going to do to win you a league? He's going to have to be James Jones and score, you know, 13 touchdowns. No, he would just have to catch the ball a lot. I mean, mo- most of us play PPR formats, right? So, yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. But just like a guy that just catches eight, eight balls for 40 yards every week is going to win you a league. I mean, obviously, if I'm saying that he could be a league winner, I'm projecting him to catch more balls than eight a week. You know, eight more than eight a week. Eight a week is a lot. Yeah, eight a week is a lot. But I mean, with no options in that offense, you're talking about an offense that doesn't have a one on the roster, right? Who's to besides say? Besides Cooper, or? yeah. Besides Cooper, sorry okay. about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, if Cooper goes, but all right. So the sub- supposition is if Cooper goes down. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, so I like D, I like DPJ better. I don't really. Yeah, I think he's just a better football player. He's got a better skill set. He's faster. He's more athletic. And I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. People Jones has never been that productive. Like, I get it. The the 
I, I get it, right? Like the spark score, I mean, not the spark score, the, the athletic profile is just mm-hmm. not impressive. But he's he's done nothing but produce. Nothing but produce. That has I to count for something. There's guys that have come into the there's guys that have come into the NFL. But I mean, if he does translate, it's too late. Like that's why his price is so cheap, is because of his athletic profile. I hear you, but DPJ is cheap too, and I've already seen him light it up at least for one game in his career, and I haven't seen that out of Dave Bell. God, I'm I'm not. I'd I'd rather no. take the guy that I haven't seen before. I'd rather take the unknown than take People okay. Jones. And, it, and I mean, it, it's a, that's it, fair. I mean, you guys are really talking both sides of the coin here. You got one with all of the intangibles, right, with the physical profile, things like that, but did really not a whole lot at a college level at Michigan, right? Then you got the other side of the coin where this guy was like a super producer, but then he comes out and bombs the combine. You know, so I, I think yeah. it'll be interesting to see who kind and of I'm, and I'm not saying it is very it actually is very interesting. It, it and I'm interesting. I'm not saying this versus that, right? I'm just saying like there's also the factor of David Bell not stepping foot on the field and that unknown factor being there, right? People's Jones, we've seen him not light the world on fire. We haven't seen that from David Bell yet. I just don't I have I have reservations on People's Jones coming out this year and lighting the world on fire because he's never done it in the NFL before and he's had the opportunity. Held back by right. Baker. Yeah, but you I mean, could, even, I mean, even you so, could argue it, that Watson fits his skill set way better than Baker does. That's what Brian Ford says in the chat. Yeah. Uh, DPJ was held back by Baker's A dot. Okay. Well, I mean, Watson Watson is uh, fits any wide receiver in the world better than yeah. Baker Mayfield. But, <laughs> you know, he's, he's just a better well, quarterback. Well, but, sure. <laughs> but he also he can get the ball downfield. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I just... I, I'm, I'm very curious because, Chad, you absolutely could be right. I, I'm just playing sort of, you know, devil's advocate in a way. I don't love DPJ, yeah. you know. It's just an well, interesting ne- conversation. Neither one of us know. Like, I'm not I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm just saying, right. you know, which player I'd rather have today if I'm making a prediction. And that's, sure. that's David Bell for me. Sure. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, people I, Jones. I get could, it. Want, there's there's unknown with each one of them, right? Like, people sure. Jones could obviously come out and light the world on fire and be a far more unknown player. with David Bell. Yeah, just more unknown with David Bell. And at, yeah. at this point, at their cost, I'd rather take that, especially with him being a rookie and the value increase. Like, if if people Jones comes out there and he's wide receiver 15 on the year, right, or 16 on the year, there's a minimal gain in value, right? Really? Because there's always yes, there's always going to be that doubt that I'm. We're talking about Cooper going down. Right. Like it's like there's always going to say, OK, it happened because Cooper got hurt. It happened because he got but more opportunity. So far well, listen, now. listen, listen, listen. When when Cooper I mean, when uh, when Cooper comes back that uh, that we're going to see that regression again. Right. Like he's not going to be the only guy catching catching balls. This is David Bell sucking and Cooper going down. Right. If David Bell is anywhere close to being wide receiver, too. He's a rookie. Like that is that is going to be a significant value increase, a significant right value increase. All right, one more name I want to throw out there that that Brian Ford put in chat was uh, Vellis Jones. So uh, just I, I don't think we have to get into him too much. I, I think we all know that he's he's an old prospect with a lot of speed, but if things click, you know Justin Fields got a lot of talent, he's got a lot of speed. So nah, Nikhil Harry dream stream long shot to me i personally but uh just, you guys you just guys throw think? no throw the whole bears wide receiving core in a friggin what's it called where you pull out the little balls the little bingo basket and uh-huh. you know just whichever one comes out sure 
Yeah. We'll figure it Bears. out. The answer is Cole Komet, to be completely The right. answer is nobody. Everybody yeah, exactly. knows. No, it's Komet. It's Komet. I, I, I literally only – the only person I like in the oh, Bears yeah, offense like. is Khalil Herbert because he's cheap as shit and he's got a lot I of – I like Komet. I like Khalil Herbert as a stash. I like Komet as a player. I don't like anybody in that offense. I think right. it's going to be absolutely terrible. But Yeah, yeah Brian Ford, Komet. There you go. Anyway, I don't know. I right, feel cool. like he could get all the Andrews cool. type of targets. Anyways, moving on. All right. A lot of names that we throw out there that are cheap and you may be able to get to uh, you know, never know. Throw them in there, throw them on your on your roster as a stash. Could do something for you. All right. So next we just kind of want to talk about our hometown teams a little bit and see what's going on. Um just any nuggets that you have for us, Mike, about the, the Broncos? Yeah, so uh, so obviously the talk has been Russell Wilson. Um, and in case you haven't been following his socials or anything, um, this dude is locked in. He's been meet Peyton Manning has a house in Colorado. He's been uh-huh. meeting with Peyton Manning on the reg. Um, and he also, I guess he flew a lot of his receivers down to his house in San Diego earlier this month. Before the season's uh, before training camp starts, I think it just started or starting next week. Um, So and obviously when he first you know got traded to the Broncos, he had everybody out there, Judy, all that, all of his guys out there. So he's creating a lot of buzz. He's really, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's developing chemistry. He he, he's just locked in, right? I I mean, I feel like there's the standard chemistry talk, but I, I feel like there's also a difference when you see someone really just crazy about football putting in the work and Russ, I feel like is kind of in that zone right now, which is exciting to see as a Broncos fan. So um, we'll see how it all comes together. You know, I I was listening to uh, the GM shuffle the other day and they were talking about, you know, the standard coach speak of, Hey, you know, Nathaniel Hackett is making a playbook to Russ's strengths. Right. Which, which is like, it's kind of a cheesy thing to say, but I feel like, we have a lot of coaches that bring in their playbook, bring in their system um, and try to fit it to it. Like that's what Kubiak tried to do to Manning to be completely off honest, tried to make him an under center quarterback, which just wasn't Manning's game. And Manning was also on the downhill. Right. But uh, it's, it's good to hear, you know, stuff like that um, from Russ's perspective, Um, other perspective, right. Is uh, Greg Dulcich getting some buzz. Um, he he okay. does have a he's got a core muscle injury right now, but they don't think it's going to keep him out of training camp. But uh, he's been he's been splitting reps with Alberto as the beautiful tight end one. Beautiful. So, uh, and, and and that's why I was so slow to come on to like to jump on the Alberto train because um, I'd like to mm-hmm. see what plays out in camp more. But you don't expect a lot from rookie tight ends, anyways. But it's good to see you know number one he got. You know, the third round investment, pretty high investment considering they used a lot of their picks to get Russ. So to see Dulcich already getting some run is good because I know they have like five tight yeah. ends on that roster right now. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Team already getting is, is, is pretty nice. I've never been a huge fan of Alberto's talent as a fantasy player. I, I really like him as a tight end. You know, he's actually, he's a good blocker. He's, um, knows how to get open in space, you know, and he's good hands, but I just don't think he's got the athletic profile to, you know, be, be any kind of dominant or 
fantasy force. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Chad, you got Same, some dulcich, didn't you? Stuff. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. I got a few mm-hmm. of those cheap tight ends in this class. I really like a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. put them on the all taxis. of them. I, I have I have a I have probably four shares of all of them. All of them, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Even even see, Bellinger. See which one's the next kid I think I have like now. you say even Bellinger. I think I have 30 Bellinger shares, honestly. <laughs> like he's he's on waivers in most he of my leagues. So I just picked easy. him up everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I got him on he was he was so easy. I just don't really I I don't know how much I believe in Bellinger, but uh you know and, and I and I realized what it is about Rucker. because um, you know the whole the whole process leading up to the draft, I think Chad, you and I were pretty like both fell in love with Rucker, just this athletic, um, really good football player. I, I think I figured it out. He's not healthy and he may not be. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's um, that's what scared teams off. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a shame with him, but uh, yeah, you know, I still like him. Yeah, I do too. I mean, who, who cares? He's he's a free stash on my. He was basically free too, yeah. So yeah, on my on my practice squad, so or taxi squad, whatever. So. All right, cool. Uh, Chad, do you want to go with the Giants next? Yeah, and we'll start with Bellinger because you um, just dissed him, and he doesn't. I didn't diss him. I, I, he's a good player. I mean, he, he's a good prospect. You, I, I, okay, hold on. Let me look back at the notes. I don't like Bellinger. Exact <laughs> quote from Jesse. That's Schneeman. not a quote. That's I never a quote. said that once in I, my life. You said it two minutes ago. It, <laughs> what did I say? I don't like Bellinger. I don't like Bellinger um, because he's a giant, but like as a prospect, okay. So, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, camp has been, I mean, Beat reporters, everybody from the club, um, everybody's been raving about Bellinger. Uh, he is and, and five, what I said is I even have a bunch of Bellinger. I didn't say I didn't like him. <laughs> but go on. Continue, Chad. So everybody's been raving about Bellinger, who Jesse hates. And <laughs> it's it's been absolutely crazy to see. I, I don't think that we've we've seen um and at the Giants, we've seen reporters and um, coaching staff and everybody gush about a tight end this much since probably Jeremy Shockey. Like it, it's been years. I, I can't remember one. Even Evan Ingram didn't get this much hype. Um, Jeremy Shockey, when, one of the greatest rookie tight end seasons of all time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Bellinger's, I mean, I'll just remind everybody Bellinger's athletic profile is absolutely insane. Um, he is a, you know, I think top 5% athlete at the position. Um, and yeah, he's, he's going to have the starting role. So, uh, with that wide receiver core being the way it is. And by that, I mean, unable to stay on the field. And that goes for every single one of them. Sterling Shepard has been hurt every single year. He's been in the NFL, basically. Uh, Kadarius Tony was hurt all of last season, basically too much torque. Kenny Galladay hurt almost every single year he's been in the NFL. Uh, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's going to be wide open there. Sucks. Darius Slayton doesn't matter. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Wondell Robinson, I like him, but you know, people are pretty down on him anyway. So, that's another player could could see a decent value bump if he gets some uh, some production in that offense. But, anyways, uh, Bellinger is the guy that I would say if you're picking up anybody in the Giants' offense, it would be him just because of his cost. Uh, on to other news, Daniel Jones. That's a big one, right? That's the one everybody wants to know about because his ADP is significantly dropped from last season. 
Um, he's a guy that can be had relatively cheap. He is probably the, the guy that I am looking to add second in that offense just because um, what can happen if he does stick it out in that offense. I mean, he's his, his ADP is pretty ridiculously low right now, isn't it? Like, I think he's going in round – Josh, I don't, I don't want to guess, but I think it's somewhere around 13 or something like that in startups. It's, it's pretty low, but uh, you know, Mike Kafka and Brian Dayball, they're taking the chiefs playbook, the bills playbook, merging it together, pretty much saying, Daniel, come over here, look at these two playbooks, find what, the, find what things you like to do out of these two playbooks. We'll make it work. Let's create some stuff for you on the side. We'll, we're just going to let you let it loose. Dayball's insinuated that uh, the previous coaching staff, which would be Jason Garrett and all of the hindrance that they've provided Daniel Jones uh, in the last year or two, that all of that's going to be gone. They're going to lift the weight off of the shoulders. They're going to say, you know, we're going to we're going to protect the ball, but that's not going to be your main concern. Your main concern is playing football. Go out there, have fun, um, let it loose like you did your rookie year. We'll we'll find ways to mitigate the turnovers by creating a supporting cast around you that is more helpful. And that starts with the offensive line. Yeah. And that starts with the offensive line where, you know, not one player, there's only one player on the offensive line that has been retained as a starter. um, And that is Andrew Thomas, who was the only competent person on the line last year. So he was, he graded out pretty well, actually. He's what your left guard. No left tackle. Andrew left Thomas back, is right, the left right, tackle. Right, right, right. Yeah, he was. All oh, right. Yeah, he's uh, the guy that you, top five you pick. Like, um, and I think he was. Right. I think he was. Um, like PFFs uh, in PFFs top ten tackles in the NFL last year. Yeah, he he definitely so, rated out pretty well. But it's just tough <laughs> tough to shine when you're a bunch next to a bunch of yeah clowns. You know, yeah, it was, it was really future bad. future gym, gym teachers. Their guards, their guards graded out as the top or the the bottom five worst in the NFL. Like both of them Ouch. were in the bottom five, so of of every applicable player in the NFL. So that's not even just counting two guards from each team. That's counting every guard that had a decent amount of snaps, which is insane to, to me. Was was Will Hernandez one of those guys? Oh, did he, you get Will Hernandez, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. What the hell happened to him? I, he was such a good prospect coming out, and he had a decent he was a rookie really year, good prospect. I remember, yeah, I remember he fell to us in the second round because most people thought he was going to be going in that borderline, you know, end of the first yeah. kind of area, and he fell to us in the second, and I was super, super excited about him. But yeah, he just never panned out. And who yeah, knows? Maybe, really, maybe, maybe with yeah. a better supporting cast around him, he'll he'll end up, you know, coming together and being a decent player. But yeah, he just wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I was really excited. Just you know, everybody knows how how much of a Saqu- Saquon fan I am. That you know, when they, I'm always, I'm always looking for offensive linemen for my favorite running backs. You know, and they drafted him out of sight. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I want I kind of want to touch on Wondell Robinson a little bit. So he's a very interesting player to me. People yeah. are down on him because of the size. I think, um. I, I can understand that because you've seen players at his size fail in the NFL quite a bit. Most yeah. recently, I guess, Rondell Moore. Um, Curtis Samuel, I guess. Well, I, I guess we, we have to put a, a you know a caveat there. Rondell, Rondell, Rondell Moore, we've only seen for one year, and it's not like he came right. in and couldn't play. They just didn't give him the opportunity to play. 
Right. And then, but that's, I, I used him as an example because it just seemed like the offensive coaches were unwilling to use him the way he needs to be used, you know, close to the line of scrimmage, sort of schemed up and, you know, break tackles, get a lot of yak. Uh, and that's kind of how I see Wondell Robinson. And basically what I'm saying is that the coaching staff has to be committed to using him and, and getting him touches or he's not going to be successful. He's not going to be a guy that's going to command targets, right? He's going to be a guy that the coaching staff has to commit to using, you know, in a specific way around the line of scrimmage. And if they do that, he can be successful with Yak. I, I believe in his ability to do that. It's just, is he going to show the coaches enough to to where they're going to want to focus on that? Yeah. Right? Is, so is, is that the word? The word. The word in the word in camp has been that he's been extremely impressive. Um, you know, every every segment of media you're seeing from the Giants right now includes Ron, uh, Wondell Robinson in some you know shape or form. It's it's pretty mind blowing to me because he wasn't, I mean, he's a second round draft pick. So, and they have two first round players, but Wanda Robinson is being featured so heavily in all the media um, and he is well-spoken. So maybe that has something to do with it, but I think they really believe in the player. I think they really like what he offers. And Brian Dayball has said that they are going to try to get him the ball as much as they possibly can and scheme things up for him um, just as a player okay. himself. And that may be, that may come in the form of, uh, you know, running the ball. It may come in the form of catching the ball in the backfield, and it may come in the form of being used as a traditional wide receiver as well. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the case, then, hey, I'm excited for Ron, or for uh, Wondell Robinson. If, if they're committed to do that, you know, doing that, then that's exciting, right? If yeah. They're, if, if they're, if they're going to, you know, what's out, like, it seemed like what happened with, uh, Rondell more last year than, you know? I think the promising thing with the Giants offense, too, is that the the cost of entry is so low on all these players, barring Saquon Barkley, right? Somebody's going to put up numbers that are going to, you know, out, <clears throat> out outdo their ADP, basically, because the ADP on these players are so low. Um, the value on these players are so low that somebody's going to do it. It's just, are you looking at the at the prospects overall or at the players overall, not just prospects because guys like, you know, Sterling Shepard and Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony can be thrown in there too. But that's the other, that's the other thing with Wando. Um, you know, I doubt he's going to be um, like a starter in three wide receiver sets. He's probably, well, it's, gonna it's just going to depend. It's just going to depend on the health is, is what I was getting at because I mean, it, it's not like, I'm just not saying it. I, it's not just me saying it. Like none of these players have stayed healthy at all, like any, at any point in their career. So sure. for all three to do it this year, it would be something miraculous. Like, it, I mean, honestly, I'm expecting for at least two of them to miss significant time because that's all we've seen. Well, you know, when, kind of when we see that, guys, I'm sorry, when no. we see guys like Kirk Cousins and, and we argue that, you know, you, you should get off of Kirk Cousins when all Kirk Cousins has done has been a borderline QB1, high-end QB2, right? It's like these players. All they've done is be injured their entire career. So now we just have to expect for them to be injured at this point. Like, that that's all they've done. Right on. 
I mean, it's it's football, and that's kind of my whole point of the the first game that we played is that in, injuries are going to happen to so many players across the board, guys that have injury histories and guys that don't. So we need to be prepared for that and and know who's waiting in the wings. So Wendell Robinson is, uh, is a really good example of that, actually. So good point. Good point. Anything else about the Giants before I move on to the birds? Yeah, go ahead and talk about the nasty. Dirty birds. <laughs> no, that's the Falcons. I know. I All right, so the biggest thing that has come out recently is the idea that the Eagles front office is very concerned about Hurts. They're very, they're nervous. They're apprehensive. They're anxious, right? Um, there is a report from Derek Gunn, who I trust pretty well. He's, he's a very respected beat writer. He's been around for years and years in the Philly media. And, uh, you know, basically what he said was there was, there was a, there was a point in OTAs and basically an entire day where Hertz was just missing throw after throw after throw. He went two for 20 in a day, something like that. Um, he mm-hmm. had a couple days where he was wowing people and, and, you know, dropping dimes and dropping balls in the baskets and stuff like that. Um, and, and has shown a little bit of increased arm strength. The problem is he hasn't changed his mechanics. He still needs to wind up to throw the long ball. And the inconsistency is still there. So the the Eagles are really concerned that um, if by OTAs you haven't shown that you've made a leap, how are you going to show that by the time the season starts? You know, um, camp isn't really where you um, make a leap. It's in the offseason, right? So uh, I just more and more I feel like um, Hertz might not make it through the year. And um, uh, actually, I should have written my play, written my players down. One of the guys I wanted to throw out in our previous game, actually, and I think about it, was Gardner Minshew. What do you guys think? If if Hertz gets benched, what do you think about Gardner Minshew with those weapons? You know, and the Eagles want to be a passing offense. They want to throw more. You know, they don't want to be thirty second in pass percentage this year. I promise you that. So, what do you guys think about that? I, I'd like to see it, but I think there's, I think there's good enough talent around Hertz to prop him up with who he's got in his wide receiver core, tight end, and running backs. Like, I, I, I think, saying, I think they'll be pretty solid. So I think they'll save his job more than. What I'm saying know. is, if the team feels like he's holding those weapons yeah. back, he's he's not going to last. Yeah, Chad, what, I, any thoughts? Yeah. So. With Minshew, as far as he's concerned, if Wentz does, I mean Wentz, God damn, if Hertz does get benched, uh, if Hertz does get benched, the only reason I have Minshew around is with the purpose to sell him. Yeah, right. As soon as Absolutely. soon as as soon as Hertz goes down, um, maybe I'll wait a wait a week if I think Minshew is going to come in and light it up, or maybe Hertz gets benched in the middle of the game. Minshew comes in and lights it up for for two quarters. Yeah, you might uh, need as, him to throw some numbers out before you can. Yeah, as, as soon as I see like him have a decent game and I see any value there at all, I'm going to get that value. I'm chasing it. Uh, yeah. And I'm sending offers to every single person in the league trying to sell him. 
because that's Absolutely. that's a ticking time bomb. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's for sure. But I it's also the kind of guy, and and also consider that even if Hurts, you know, is playing well and doesn't get benched, he's a rushing quarterback and a lot more, lot more opportunity for injury than than you. He's typically. not Russian, is he? Hurts. Yeah, he's not Russian. Oh my You're, it's a dad joke. <laughs> God, my. Wow. like you said he's a Russian quarterback. Come on. <laughs> Jeez, keeping you on oh, your toes. Das Vidanya, Mike Castle. Oh, Jalen <laughs> Hurts, he is. Mike, we've missed you. Deals man. all the touchdowns from Miles Sanders. <laughs> all right, so. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, that, that's the other thing I want to throw out there is that I am not hearing like any kind of drumbeat or trumpet like I had expected for Miles Sanders. This coaching staff is not committed to this guy. So I feel like he's going to be part of a rotation. Um, you're going to see Boston Scott, Gainwell, and Sanders sort of rotating. And I also feel like they're going to bring in kind of a, a, a bigger pounder back, you know, a veteran. Um, you know, they can, can get some tough yards because it's not, we don't really have one of those right now. Um, and Jordan, we're not bringing Jordan Howard back. So expect well, that to be a committee. It's going to be a mess. Uh, didn't, Miles Sanders, didn't Miles Sanders say he kind of doesn't care what his role is? He just wants to win games. Uh, so okay. I, I, I saw some kind of thing okay. about that. I mean, nobody else cares what his role is either, to be honest with you. We're we're all about done with him. Basically, he he got them to the uh, inside the ten, and then he lost all touches. <laughs> so the other thing I heard is that um, look for them to bring in a veteran backup tight end. So when you know either either during camp or when uh, during roster who's cut out, down, who's even out there right now? There's nobody out there right now, but yeah, you know say, roster cut downs uh, and you know you know maybe a camp trade or something like that, but. Uh, what what I've heard is that Tyree Jackson showed out so much last year that they were banking on him being basically uh, Goddard's backup when it's left. And the, the, the injury, like in his first year of converting to tight end, the Eagles saw him as like an NFL, NFL rotation piece. Like he was going to get run. And it, it's such a shame because that, that injury was bad. So all right. Well, actually, I'm sorry. The the back injury is bad. It's uh, he he may not come back from that. So, uh, they they drafted Grant Calcaterra really late, but he's small, and he can't block in line. And the Eagles, out of a backup tight end, the Eagles need a guy that can uh, that can block. So when they run twelve personnel, a lot of times they're running out of that. So they're not going to put Goddard and Calcaterra on the field at the same time. So that guy's going to need – he looks like a practice squad guy to me. He's going to need time to bulk up and learn how to block where he's not really ever going to make – the Eagles just don't use players like that. You know, they don't flex – like they'll flex Goddard out um, at the slot sometimes, but usually he's in line. He's an excellent blocker, and they just – and Ertz was a great blocker. They They just don't use tight ends like that. So uh, look for them to sign a backup tight end veteran. Um, could even be Richard Rodgers again. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. I could keep going you, down you that road. They they haven't said anything about, uh, what's his name, Tyree Jackson or whoever, the 
quarterback. That's what I was just talking about. Oh, my bad. Yeah, the back injury is really bad. So, you know, yeah, he was was going to be Goddard's backup once Ertz left. But, Mm, yeah, Yeah, it does. So, that's about really all I have on offense. Um, The line is just solid as hell, and we're going to have to cut a couple of guys that can start for other NFL teams. Offensive lineman. Actually. Well, it sounds like the Giants could use them. So yeah, probably. Uh, I think the Giants' offensive line is going to be pretty solid this year. Yeah, yeah I, I, Glowinski, is, I think, is really going to be a really nice factor. The rookie's going to have to come in and perform right away, but yeah. Which I mean, if there is a rookie uh, tackle yeah. that is going to perform, it's going to be Evan Ingram. Exactly. That, that's kind of was was going to be my next statement. So um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I do want to make a quick correction. I said. Um, I think I said Daniel Jones uh, ADP is 11th round. That is false. His ADP is eighth round. Um, but I just got him in the 11th round of the startup I'm doing where quarterbacks nice. very early. So nice. maybe that's why I was thinking that. Um, yeah. Professional yeah. professional transition there, Chad. So that startup that you're doing, what is that? Yes, that is a Patreon link. Patreon 15. I think we have mentioned this in the episode uh, where – uh, what was it? Two episodes ago or a couple episodes ago? Anyways, um, same thing. But uh, with Brian Ford, we mentioned that we were doing a uh, startup, and it was running off of Scott Fishbowl scoring, basically. Um, but it is a dynasty league. It is not a redraft league, and we are in the middle of it right now. And by middle, I mean we are in round fifteen. Mm-hmm. 15 so, of 30 or how many rounds? Uh, 15 of 20, 27, oh, okay. 27. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a yep. deep roster. Deep leave. Very, very deep. Uh, but yeah, Scott Fishbowl scoring. And we're going to play a little game where I am going to give you guys a player. You were going to tell me where they were drafted. Um, and like round and pick or what? Yeah. Round and pick. Um, and then I'll 12 just teams. Yeah, 12 teams. Yep. So then I'll ask you what their ADP was last year. And for that one, don't give me a round and a number. That one, give me a number like 85, okay. 87. Woof. All right. Chad's games are always so. <laughs> and whoever's closest wins. <laughs> whoever's closest wins. Yeah, you don't okay. have to be spot on. Okay. And you get a point Good. for each? Yes. You get a point okay. for each one. And negative, we guess wrong. Oh, no, 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 it's closest. Okay, gotcha. Closest, yeah. Yep, closest. All right, so the first player, this one's going to be interesting. George Kittle. That's me buzzing it. Let's hear it, Jesse. Uh, 3.02. Okay, Mike? I was going to say the 3.12. Okay. Kittle went four ten. Woof! I knew it. I know. I feel like wow. some D- I knew DWZ guys a lot. I almost said four. way off Kittle, but I get <laughs> yep. it. I'm not gonna lie, um, but still, I I took Kittle in the fourth round. Uh, the fourth round. That's right. You the did. tenth pick in the round. Felt like I got a steal there. Yeah. Um. Give me uh first one. Give me three. First one to give me this gets a point. Give me the three tight ends that went before him. Mike. Pitts, Andrews, and Waller. Nope. Jesse. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 
Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go, can't wait. Kelsey, Andrews, uh, Pitts. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that pretty. makes sense. Sorry. Um, I don't know why Kelsey, Kelsey went five picks before, or no, sorry. Kelsey went three, five. Hmm. Yeah, I believe that. So, yeah. Um, Waller didn't go until the 5-1. Mm. Yeah. I think there's a lot of worry with the volume from Lance as far as with Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I think that's where it stems from. But And uh, Kittle hasn't stayed healthy for, like, the last two seasons. But yeah, it's interesting. He was a... He was a league winner, though, once he came back last year. I'll tell you that much. Yes, he was. He, and he four, was 4-10, I mean, all that is baked in, right? That, that's, that's a one seven five tight end premium? No, 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 no. That's oh. um a – let's see. It's a one PPR because it's a .5 PPR league because it's Scott Fishbowl. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then gotcha, it's gotcha. it's .5 added on. Gotcha. But it's also .5 added. First downs. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a .5. It's a half point for first down, so you also get, um, yeah, you also get a tight end premium on first downs and something else. Yeah, yep, tight ends are very uh, valuable. Yeah, there's, there's, they get, they get a premium on in three different categories by a half point, I believe. So that, that so, makes so, uh, let's go with. Um, wait, wait, wait. So Mike, Mike wins that. You have to give the. You have to give the ADP from last year. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, so uh, Mike, go ahead and, and guess the ADP. ADP from last year is Dynasty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, or actually, for for Kittle, for Kittle, because uh, for some reason I'm not getting the um, premium. It's not pulling up the premium. It's like not loading correctly. So just give me uh, like what his In BPR. Yeah, in, in regular PPR formats. I'm going to say the 212. No, uh, ADP. Oh, <laughs> sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. So uh, what is that? I'm going to say 25. Okay. 25. Um, uh, I'm going to go like 16. Okay. Um, Mike was closest. He was 31, and he was tied uh-huh. in two. Uh, Kelsey was like 29. 12, right? Oh, yeah. I guess I'm, I, yeah, I guess I, I, I I'm guess just so entrenched in, in, in premium. Yeah, me too. That's, that's my fault. That's my fault. Uh, it is your no, fault. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was your, loaded up it's always for some fault. reason. Yeah. Internet's being kind of, it's, it's re- technically always my fault, but thank you, Chad. For yeah, it is <laughs> Jesse's fault. But yeah. All right. So Dalvin Cook. Ooh. Uh, Jesse. Good. Uh, he went to eight. Okay. I'm gonna say he went three ten. Mike wins again. He went four fourth seven. Okay. I was gonna say the fourth round too. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth round, seventh pick. He's Asian running backs, y'all. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 26 years old. Wow. I know. Yeah. All right. Mm. So, uh, what was his ADP last year in the month of June? Mike, you got it for you got it right, so you get to go first. I'm gonna say 15. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I think my <laughs> I think my sixteen call was probably pretty good. He was eleven. Mm-hmm. You guys don't remember Dalvin was in the first round last year? No, I I, I actually don't. I, I knew he was close. That's why. That's why I didn't. I mean, fifteen's yeah. close, Chad. That's like the two three. Yeah, but he was. I mean, he was. I think eleven. I mean, I think. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, eleven is pretty. Seasons maybe seasons maybe guys. as we were going closer to the season, I think in the beginning of the year he was going earlier than that. Let me check real quick because I was gonna say is that before or after rookies like Najee and stuff. Yeah, like that's that. after. So that okay. was in um that's in June. So this time, so uh, let me see. Can I just say one of my peeves about startups? Yeah, I don't like rookies being part of that, and I like even less rookie picks being part of that. Can we just separate them, please? Veterans and rookies, just you know, so well, my brain how can do you handle determine it. Determine who has the first rookie pick. Um, who had one twelve in the startup? That's bull, that's bull crap. Just go reverse order. Of course. So the guy that has the one twelve this year and the two one should have Brees Hall. Yes. No. The the one hundred one gets Josh Allen. I think that's stupid. <laughs> No, or Patrick that's... Mahomes or yeah. Justin Herbert, whatever. People All right, do. then you go lottery. They just do it by lottery. I mean, lottery. still, I mean, what, what what if he gets like you know Dak and uh, do both I, by I lottery? Know. And if you, if you're unlucky, if you're unlucky in the lottery, then you know. I'd rather let the owner pick. I do. Tough, I do tough like titties. Go. I like. Go I like the real. I like where you, I like it where you have the rookie pick and then you have a rookie draft separately. I'd rather that as well, but I also like yeah. the what do they call it when um. When you can, you have the draft to either pick the rookie pick or the startup pick. Those are uh, cool. Yes, pick. yes, that's good. Yeah, I actually, I, yeah, love it. Yeah, dual derby. Yeah, the derby. That's right. Yeah, um, the dual derby. Just do it that way. That's great. All right, so we're gonna go with a little bit of a harder one here. Okay, Cordero Patterson. All right. Um, I lost my buzzer. Yep, let's hear it. 1407. Uh, oh, I'm going to say the 1304. Uh, that that's a price is right right there. This is like going a dollar over. <laughs> you said 14. I said 13. Yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> a whole I just round. Wanted, I just wanted to make a price is right right. <laughs> <laughs> so Patterson went fourteen ten. No, suggested it was closer. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I was starting. Yeah, cool. All right. So last year, I think he was undrafted. Yeah, that's right. Damn, yeah. I thought that was going to be a trick. Okay. Uh. Yeah. No, because I was, got him off waivers. A couple waiver guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, undrafted. All right. Uh, how many more of these we want to do? A couple more. Well, yeah. it's four two Mike, right? Yes. Have you guys been keeping score? I have. <laughs> okay. I'm not keeping yeah, score. Four, four two sounds right. Um okay, this one this one's gonna be interesting as well. Let's go David Montgomery. Yep. That's me buzzing in. Okay. I'll just buzz it in right away. I don't care. Uh six oh seven. No, 
I'm going to say like the 8.05. Mm, that's probably too early. Yeah, it's probably way too early. He's probably in the ninth. Yeah. He went 6.8. Whoa! Ah! Woo! One spot Whoa. away. I should get an extra point for that. He went the pick before Kenneth Walker. Around and... after Cook. Is that what we... Just one round? After uh, no, two two rounds after Cook. Two? Six, eight. Dalvin went four, seven. Two rounds after Cook. Okay, two. So almost exactly two rounds after Cook. I mean, I don't so, like Monty. Okay, I don't like him as a dynasty asset at all. Ugh, the Bears offense? Yeah, I think he's a declining asset at the age of oh. 24. Okay, real quick, ADP on him. Last season? Yep. Uh, I go first. So uh, it's four, three right now, Mike. This is big. This is big. Four, five. Four, five. Okay. That was around what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say four, oh, flat. You guys are not going to believe this. And I promise this wasn't planned. But he went 68. So what is that? What is that? Round 6 8 and 68 yeah. ADP last year. Jeez. That's round five, right? Well, in the middle of round yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Round. Uh, no, I think yeah, it's 5 8. 5 8. 5.8. Yeah. Eight. Wow. Um, All right. So, so the game is tied right now. Wow. All right. So tiebreakers here. So we talked about Dalvin going at 4 7. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Who is the running back that went one pick before Dalvin? Last season or this season? Or for your No, in, in this draft. He went four six, one pick. Jesse. Saquon. Yes. Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley. I know this because last night on Dynasty Fever, Brian and I went over DLF ADP, and people are way higher than on, on Saquon than I thought. So very encouraging they're, they're, for me and all they're my coming around. shares that I did trade. Yeah, yeah, he's creeping up. He's creeping Love up. It. Love it. He Every... was like end of the second for redraft, and now he's like early second. Whatever. Early second, really? Yeah. I mean, that's probably where he should go. I think actually. he should be. Yeah, early to mid second. Yeah, right. early second. So I let's mean, do one more. Let's do one more. This one is going to be that. fun. So give me one quarterback. No, actually, give me two quarterbacks that went in rounds eleven or twelve. There's a there's a number of options. Let me tell you how many went. One, two, three, four, five, six quarterbacks Mike. went in rounds eleven, twelve. Good. Mike I went. Mike. Mike got it. I, I was gonna say uh, Daniel Jones and Jared Goff. Daniel Jones and Jared Goff. All right, can you give me one more? Let's see if you guys can get all of them. Wentz. Uh... Yep. Wentz is one. Who are all the quarter crappy quarterbacks on your team? (laughs) Yeah, uh, Pickett. No, No, Pickett went way earlier. Pickett went earlier. Sure, Trubisky Uh, in the seventh. Trubisky, no, Ryan. Trubisky went in the twelfth. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan went in the tenth. Um, let's see here. There's two more. Mills. Yes, Mills is one. Um, one more old reliable. Well, as of as of recent days. Old reliable. Kirk Cousins? Definitely no. not sexy. No. We've argued about this guy. 
cousins? No, not cousins. Not cousins. Oh, oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, like budget a, budget cousins. Budget much, cousins. Much less sexy. Um, and we're we've budget? argued about it, huh? Kirk. We already talked about Wentz. Um, I'm just gonna give him to you guys. He yeah, has a rookie sitting behind him. Oh, Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. I thought was a bargain at ten. Wow. Yeah, that seems. Yeah. I well, agree. I guess he doesn't really have a wide receiver, right? He's got one with asthma, and that's about it. So. Yeah, but you also have to remember that this is Scott Fishbowl, and he, I think, has been pretty accurate. Yeah, he, uh, he's been. Yeah, he has been pretty accurate, and also, um, he's been pretty efficient with his running. Yep. Yep. Yeah. With the, especially with the touchdowns. Yeah, with the I think he's had he's like, had seven in each of the last two years. I think it was six, but yeah. No, yeah. seven, seven, twenty twenty one, seven and twenty twenty. I'm looking at it right now. Wow. Yeah, that's that's strong to quite sure. And stealing from Derrick Henry, that's bullcrap. <laughs> Derrick Henry had enough. Well, Derrick Henry got hurt too, so yeah, he didn't yeah, get that's hurt true. last season. So last season, anyway. All right, yeah, fun game. You guys did quite well, I think. All right, so I got a win. No, I got the two quarterbacks first. Nice try, Jason. Huh? What? I got the two quarterbacks for the last question. No, 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 no. Okay, one over. more question to settle <laughs> it. No, no, no. The game was over. I won the tiebreaker. That was no, just crap. That was the tie that was the tiebreaker. No, 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 question. no, 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 no. The tiebreaker was the Delvin question, my friend. <coughs> this when I got Saquon. Okay. Well, you can read that was it the, when you're that so was good. the win. That's Saquon. Come on, man. I pulled all of that. I came from behind. I pulled one more, all one more out question. of my ass. One more question. One more question. Uh, okay. Okay. This player finished as the wide receiver five in PPR in 2020. And he went in the 14th, at the end of the 14th round, 14-12. What? Oh, in 2020. Oh, I Mike. Oh, oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mike. No. I, I was gonna say Adam Thielen. No. Oh. And not DeAndre Hopkins? No. In 2020? DeAndre Hopkins not going in the 14th round, Jesse. No. I don't know. Maybe that, that's why I thought Thielen was a good one. Lost a step, he's suspended, you know. Um has pink eye, who knows? Antonio Brown? No, guys. <laughs> Thielen, Thielen went before this guy. Wide receiver five. Kenny Galladay went before this guy. Tyler Oof. Boyd went before this guy. So this Holy is a garbage crap. play. This is a quarter L. Odell Beckham? No, no, he wasn't five. Wide receiver five. Wide receiver five in 2020. And only played and and Andy missed a game that season. I, I don't know that. I'll uh, give you a hint. He only played five games last year. Hey, this dead air, Chad. Who is it? I'll give you another hint. He enjoys <laughs> casinos. Oh, Calvin Ridley. Yes, sir. Oh. How do you guys not get that? Because uh, he's not a non He is not. I haven't even been thinking <laughs> about that dude for months. Yeah. You've got to, like, if for a player to finish wide receiver five, five. in 2020, there's got to be a, like, Man, some... 2020 was two seasons ago, Chad. 
wide receiver five, Mike. There has to be some reason other than football Look, that he's not he's not being drafted early. I'm old. I forget things. I <laughs> I don't even know what I ate for breakfast this morning. Yeah, that, that, trying that's trying to remember tough. the 2020 wide receiver five. No, that was a good one though. Cool. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that would trip you guys up a little bit. Yeah, so that's all yeah. your games are just to trip us up, make you. Feel yeah, it's pretty exactly. Your games it. are hard, dude. <laughs> well, you get, maybe your games are too easy. Ooh, that's why I'm always winning. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, I mean that it would explain. Just why these games suck. <laughs> uh so you know, we, I, I have to just sort of foreshadow for next week a little bit. I may or may not be debuting a new character on the show. You've been talking about this character for a month. Uh Please, let's get this over with. Yeah, it wasn't happening tonight. I I didn't want to steal Mike's thunder. This is all about Mike tonight. We've reintroduced Mike to this podcast like five times. (laughs) He's always leaving. It's like I was in the the hospital in a coma. We're like, oh, I'm, I'm like looking back at the episode names and like 50% of the, our episode names are, Mike's back. <laughs> Actually, no. Mike, Mike, what, what, what people don't know is that Mike actually is uh, did pass away and this is Mike's evil twin, Mark. <laughs> On that note, but don't worry, don't worry later. Don't worry I later in the, the season. We'll find out. We'll find out that Mike Mike did survive the Ooh. parachuting accident. I'm just and I'm laughing because that that joke just missed so bad. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go out on that. I'm one. trying to write soap opera <laughs> plot lines. Oh man. Oh god. Until dude. next week. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. We have to build the chemistry back. This is this is getting ridiculous. No, nah, we had a good time. Are you kidding no, me? I'm just I'm, I'm messing with you guys. Friends. Yeah, we're, we're having old friends. So, uh, plugs, Mike. I, I heard you're doing something else this season during football season. Are you working? Oh, a- uh, yeah. Just actually sent my response in W nine, but uh, I was I was asked for to help out with charting for player player profile. Play, play, play player profiler um <laughs> next awesome. next year so um it's just a really small gig I, I i i don't have all the details yet but i know i watch a game and i kind of chart um both teams as far as formations on offense and defense and stuff like that to help them do their player profiler number oh you're the stuff. new guy they're gonna give you all the shitty games <laughs> i know i was like just give me a, the worst i was like give me yeah. a couple broncos games please but uh jags yeah Jets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've always been interested in just honestly been thinking about watching it just for myself. So to do it and to make a little side cheddar and to help, I think a a good website because I think player player profile is pretty useful. So yeah, I like the, looking forward and, to it. So number one, congratulations. Uh, Thanks. Number yeah, absolutely. Number two, I, I think it's awesome for the show because it gives you a little cachet. You know, I, I think that it's. No, seriously, what I I think it's probably going to give you some insights that we don't know that it's going to yeah. give you at this point. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to hear what it, you know what it brings. Yeah, if I see any trends, just in my I'm not sure how it works. If I like have to stay silent, but I would like to be able to share things I see. Uh, hey, gonna, if you I'm learn things from watching football, free... you're allowed to share it. As, as <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to care about this a lot more if you get us a free subscription. 
a free subscription. <laughs> well, they they do. I have to get Game Pass, but they reimburse me for it, so that's kind of dope. I'm gonna care about it a lot more if you get us a uh, sponsorship. Oh yeah, yeah, a, a podcast sponsor and another podcast. Yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> I think that's the thing, though. I'm like, there's some podcasts yep. that I watch, and they're just advertising other podcasts. It, like, it is true. Yeah, I listen to Late Round QB, and he's really talking establish the run every. Uh, yeah. So well, the, well I guess if I mean, he's only talking about QBs, it's like not his lane, you know. What I, what I really need to do is I need to get Uber to sponsor this podcast because I'm the official fantasy football Uber driver. <laughs> no, not really, but um, yeah, them and like Bill Barr. That's what I got to work so, on. So you don't do Lyft at all? No. My wife I just never started, really got into their app. My so. wife just started doing a little Lyft here and there. I thought yeah. I genuinely I thought work, you, you know, were I work a lot of him about his gym sport. routine. What's up? I said I genuinely thought for a second you were asking him about his lift, uh, his his gym routine. <laughs> I was like, so what are we what are we talking about here? No. Yeah, no, so, I never lift. Can't hey, you hey so but... Michael, you swole or what? Yeah. You swole tonight? <laughs> no, I... I was like, guys, let's just end this. <laughs> let's do it. All right, guys, man, it was amazing. Well, I know it'll hit the it gym. It was amazing tomorrow. getting the, the three of us back together. I, I, I mean, I love to hell Chad's talking about. I feel like we clicked right away. Yeah. Like yeah. always. <laughs> Gosh. It'll get yeah, better. Somebody in it. Anyway, <laughs> I'll go ahead and end it. Hey, great to be back. Dynasty War Games. Until next week. <laughs> Boom. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak